be willing to start small, then you can actually get going and you can always reach that bigger vision. Fear is a big thing, but you can also realize that your courage inside is bigger. When you're starting your business, having a really strong why is what will pull you through those really difficult times. Welcome to the Boss Bay Podcast, a place where we share with you the real behind the scenes of building successful businesses, achieving peak performance, and learning how to balance it all. I'm Danielle Canty, president and co-founder of Boss Babe and your host for this episode. Now, today we are back with another bonus episode with two of our amazing ladies that were part of our mastermind last year, Tohin Lee and Karen Penner. Now, just a little about them before we dive in, because both of them actually have product-based businesses. Tohin is the founder and CEO of Bojen, a mummy lifestyle brand whose mission is to help women reach their breastfeeding goals. And Karen is the founder and CEO of Organic Guidance, a health and wellness company that's on a mission to help millions go from stressed and anxious to relieved and focused with the help of CBD. Now, what these ladies have in common is that they both noticed that there was something missing in the market, a gap that they were able to identify. So both of these ladies took their missions and created successful businesses by creating products that address their ideal client's pain points. Now today, both ladies will walk us through the process of having a product-based business from product development to prototypes to testing and launching, all the things that I know you guys want to know. And I just want to say that it's been amazing to see these ladies go through their journey as product owners. And it's been such a pleasure to help them in their journeys and their transformations because both of these ladies actually have massive visions and they are just so, so inspiring. So if you're interested in learning how to launch a product-based business, then keep on listening. And as always, take a screenshot and share your biggest takeaways on Insta stories, tagging me at Danielle County and at wasbabe.inc. A boss babe is unapologetically ambitious and paves the way for herself and other women to rise, keep going, and fighting on. She is on a mission to be her best self in all areas. It's just believing in yourself. Confidently stepping outside her comfort zone to create her own vision of success. Welcome to the Boss Babe podcast, Tahin and Karen. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. So excited. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I love these podcasts when all of us on here just have a really good chat about what it's like to start a product-based business. So I'm really excited to give our listeners so many actionable takeaways. That's what the Boss Babe podcast is all about so that we can not only inspire, but actually allow women to really take things away and go, oh, I can do this. And I actually have a little bit of a roadmap of how to do that. So I'm really, really excited. But before we dive into that, I really would just love for each of you to share a bit of your background stories on why you decided to launch a product-based business and how that came about. So Tahin, I'd love to come to you first. Sure. So when I started my company, Bojan, I was not thinking about entrepreneurship or anything like that at all. It started from my own personal experience of having my first child and finding difficulty in breastfeeding and pumping. And I was speaking with my husband. I was like, I surely am not the only woman that had a baby and is feeling this issue. And so together, we decided to start Bojen to make mommying feel good and create this really simple, yet I think elegant solution for breast pumping. And it's a breast pump cushion. And from there, that really started my journey into entrepreneurship and building this mommy lifestyle brand. 
I love that. So yours was actually really born out of a problem because you were like, hang on. So what was like going through your mind at that point? Were you, was it uncomfortable? Like what was some of the issues that you were like, hang on a minute, why can I not find anything to solve this problem? Yeah. So it's just breastfeeding and pumping is something that's supposed to be like quote natural, but it's not. It's actually super hard and it's probably the most challenging part of the whole having a baby. And it's something that I didn't feel like people really talked about. So when I got there in my journey, I was almost lost. I didn't know what to do. I couldn't find any solutions. I just was speaking and connecting to women in mommy Facebook groups. And they're all trying to find hacks and stuff, but there was no real specific solution for this. And then my husband and I were like, well, why isn't there a solution? Like, I feel like this is such a common problem. Why can't we solve it? So that's how we started going into product development and prototyping and testing and that whole venture of figuring out what the product is and launching it into market. I cannot wait to dive deeper onto those points in a second. But before we do, I really just want to ask you because I still feel like there's a big step between going, okay, yeah, there's this problem and hang on a minute, let's turn this into a business. So what did those like thought process look like? Like how did you decide like, do you know what? We're not just going to put this problem. We're going to create it. Like had you, did it light something under you or does it the fact that you were a mom and you didn't want to go back to your corporate job? Like what did that look like? So, well, in that time in my life, it was kind of a blur being a new mom and thinking about like, oh my God, do I have to go back to work? And then I was like, well, you know, all right, like what if we solve this problem? Does that maybe if I can solve it for me, I can solve it for other moms. Maybe this can be a business. So then I started really studying and trying to feed my brain of all this different like entrepreneur knowledge techniques on how to even do product development. And I came across this Lean Startup book and I love that book. Yeah, I really leverage the principles of build, measure, learn. So building different prototypes and doing short sprints, testing it, measuring what went wrong, what went right, what was good, what was not good, and like refining it each step. You know, when you get into a project, you start to build momentum and you get progress and you just want to keep going and going. So it's kind of like what happened. It it just, you know, like, okay, let's just keep going. And we end up building over 40 prototypes of this product. Because in the beginning, I didn't know what it looked like. I didn't even really know what it was really supposed to solve. It's just a lot of customer development and speaking to the moms. And with each prototype and each sprint of building, measuring, and learning, just found out more information, more information, which finally got us to the product that we launched. I love that. And like I said, I can't wait to dive into that in a little bit more detail. Before we do that, I want to hear from you, Cameron, because you're at earlier stage in your business than to him. But nevertheless, you really decided to go into yours because of two reasons. One, because of the work that you were doing at the time, but also to fulfill a problem. So do you want to speak to that a little bit more? Yeah, absolutely. So I started my career in the biotechnology and medical device industry. And so these are highly regulated industries and specifically by the FDA in the U.S. And so I'm really familiar just with kind of what that looks like from the regulatory standpoint and then a product development standpoint as well. And I've really found products like CBD to help me with a condition that I have and help me also with my anxiety, sleepless nights, insomnia, a lot of those things related to the benefits that a product like CBD provides. And what I was able to do is when transitioning from that corporate space, I was really disillusioned with how the approach was to be more 
reactive to helping people. And it really just wasn't really aligned for me. And so I transitioned into something that felt like it was more fulfilling that I could really support. And so I leveraged my previous industry experience and segued into this new emerging industry. It's really all over the world, but in the U.S., all 50 states now have legalized the use of CBD and for good reason. And so I was able to use that experience to then consult with companies and product manufacturers, helping them create and design systems to make safe products for people. But something that I was noticing too, even with just working still for other companies, even if it wasn't a consulting space, was that Due to the widely unregulated industry still as a whole, it's still, the FDA is still making decisions on how to do that. I noticed that companies are still taking shortcuts and putting products out there that maybe aren't so safe for people to consume. And so I decided that I could just take what I knew from working with these product manufacturers, what I knew about highly regulated industries, and create my own product that exceeded current industry standards. And so that's how I came up with and well my company organic guidance was born where we're producing cbd infused teas to keep something simple and familiar for people a lot of times uh, i know cbd can seem like a very foreign um, new thing and it's even more difficult to get into when the products are things like tinctures and oils which people are probably not used to consuming. Whereas a tea product, it is much more familiar and anyone from your grandmother can consume it all the way to your mother. And so it's just a much more welcoming and familiar product. Let's take a minute to talk about one of my favorite educational platforms, Masterclass. I have been referring back to this platform for years and I love that you can simply log in and take inspirational classes from world-class coaches no matter where you are. If you haven't explored Masterclass yet, go to masterclass.com slash boss babe and scroll through some of the categories. I think you'll really love what you see. One of the latest classes I tuned into was Anna Winter's class on creativity and leadership. She takes you into her office as Vogue's editor-in-chief and it was so inspiring to learn about her leadership style, team culture and how she encourages creativity in her team. Not only does Masterclass have tangible business development classes that you can watch at your desk or listen to on the go, but it also includes classes in 10 other categories ranging from food, home and lifestyle, music, wellness, design and so much more. There are over 200 classes to choose from with new classes added every month. This year, learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Plus, Every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so there's no risk. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash bossbabe. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash bossbabe, masterclass.com slash bossbabe. The other day, the team and I were talking about how much our audience loves biohacking. And whenever we release content based around creating better habits for our lifestyle and health, you all seem to really soak it up and request more. So I wanted to share about our podcast sponsor, Prolon, today because I've never seen a company like this. Prolon is a revolutionary plant-based nutrition program that nourishes the body while making cells believe that they're fasting. There are so many strategic benefits to fasting, and Prolon helps you hit these goals without actually needing to fast. Prolon's five-day program includes snacks, soups, and beverages, all designed to keep your body in a fasted state. And you get everything pre-packaged, labeled, and ready to go, so there's no guesswork. It's super simple, and it works. Extended fasting of at least two to three days has proven to produce unique benefits like cellular rejuvenation, metabolic support, and increased cardiovascular health. So... 
If you're ready for a fasting program that doesn't leave you hungry or exhausted and instead gives you more energy, I highly recommend giving Prolon a try. Right now, Prolon is offering Boss Babe podcast listeners 10% off their five-day nutrition program. Go to prolonlife.com slash boss babe. That's P-R-O-L-O-N life.com slash boss babe for this special offer. Prolonlife.com slash boss babe. What I love about both of your stories is that you both noticed something that was missing on the market. So Tahin, you were saying, oh, hang on a minute, I cannot be this problem, a person suffering with this problem. And Karen, you kind of sharing, well, hang on a minute, like, like this is happening in the industry. This is a gap where it's not being regulated as well. And so let me kind of move into that. And I feel like that's a real trait of entrepreneurs, not necessarily taking no for an answer and always being able to kind of see the way through going, hang on a minute, it doesn't quite make sense that this doesn't exist. Or hang on a minute, it would make more sense if we did it this way. Or hang on a minute, there's actually this gap here that no one's really filling. So I think that's really powerful being able to kind of look back on your journeys and kind of go, oh, right, I see now where I made those transitions and those choices and how they've kind of led me to where I am. And, you know, we've both kind of like, Tahin, you kind of touched on it a little bit earlier and you were kind of saying around those product development and you actually did 40 prototypes right at the beginning. But for so many people, it's really intimidating just to even get started, right? And to even understand like how to create a prototype, like where even to go for that. So what were your like first steps forward in that? Like what were you like, okay, this is who we need to contact. Like how did you find your manufacturer? How did you find get that first prototype out there? Sure. So this journey in itself was <laughs> really long and interesting. But I mean, to give the listeners a background, I don't have any product development background. I am a finance person. I went my undergrad is in finance. I went to business school for finance. So this is not my forte. But as an entrepreneur, you figure it out, you get resourceful, you start asking questions, and then you start finding the path to your solution. So in the beginning of Bojan, when we were developing in its infancy, just a few prototypes, we went to a maker shop. So at maker shops is where people, you know, do like wood cutting and they like, you know, do robotics and things like that. So these are tinkerers and people that invent things. So we were thinking, okay, people that invent things and tinker probably know how to do some sort of molding that I think we need for this product. They can do 3D CAD design or maybe just 2D designs for us just to help us get this from our brain to an on paper and then into something physical. So we just started working with a local maker shop. They're the ones that helped us give us an idea of what a design looked like and what a material composition could look like and just for the prototyping phase. And so when we were testing these out with all our mom testers, of course, we had like over 40 different versions. For each one, we just got a little bit closer to what the product eventually became. So there's a huge difference between what you prototype and manufacturability. So you have this idea that you created in a maker shop and your prototype, and then you're like, okay, now I actually got to be able to manufacture in mass quantity. Then you have to go into this whole new journey of manufacturing, which is which can be intimidating, but it's definitely doable. And people have done it before. So an easy way to start is to just talk to people who have manufactured before. If you're going to do something in electronics, maybe find somebody who has manufactured electronics before and say, do you have a recommended manufacturer? Do you have any tips on what I should look out for? 
what kind of questions should I be asking? You know, things like that. And for us, we were looking for a molding place. So plastics molding. So it's like, okay, what are the questions I should be asking? What are the do's and don'ts? And the more conversations I had, I was just learning by doing. So, and then on the manufacturing side is when you talk to the manufacturer and they tell you, this design is not possible. And if you want to manufacture it, you have to change it in a certain way. Yeah. So that's like the big gap, I think, for people who are inventing something new is like your idea of what you prototype and the actual manufacturability of it. So that's when you have to leverage the um, expertise of the manufacturer saying, okay, this is actually what's possible. And if you change a design like this, we can do it. Things can't be perfect like the way you think. You kind of go with it and you make it work. And then and then you can come out with a product and you get the feedback from your customers. Yeah, I love that. And how long, just to give people an idea, like how long before you was that product development period? Yeah, so I mean, the product development, the, just the prototyping, just to understand what the product would look like, probably took about three months of speaking to lots and lots of customers really understanding their pain points on the surface level, but also like really what's their pain point, like the thing under the thing. So you really want to understand that and then like building it. Well, that takes like a couple months too. And then when um, we had what we thought was what we wanted to build, manufacturing takes at least eight to 12 weeks of building the tool, getting all the supplies and being able to run and test and making sure everything is to spec. And what about you, Karen, as well? Because like I said, you kind of like, okay, I have this idea. I'm really passionate about, you know, creating this product. This product means a lot to me because it's helped me. How did you make those first steps and going, oh, okay, this, I know what I need to do next. This is exactly the way I'll go one foot forward in front of the other. Yeah, I think just starting with your suppliers. In my case, I'm sort of taking tea, one component, and then the CBD, a second component, and putting them together. And so those are two separate suppliers. And sometimes you can find suppliers that can fulfill both. But in my case, I had specific requirements that I wanted each component to fulfill. And so a lot of things are Google, right? You can find them on Google. (laughs) Totally. Yeah, Yeah, which is really nice. But actually, the most challenging thing for me was to find a water-soluble CBD supplier. That was something specifically that I was looking for. And the company that ended up finding, they actually are not easy to find on Google. But the way I ended up finding them is really serendipitous. I attended a food science conference and attended one of the talks that they had there. And one of the gentlemen on the panels was the chief science officer at this water-soluble CBD supplier. It's like they're the one thing that they do. They're really good at it. And I went up right after he had finished his talk and just started talking to him and just asking him all about his company, trying to get a feel for them, vetting kind of him. And from there, I was put in contact with someone at their company and just started that relationship. And otherwise, I don't know how long it would have taken me to find them. But even now, I still Google them to sometimes see if they pop up more easily. But they just sometimes they don't if they're newer. Okay, guys, before we continue, I'd love to give you some info on our sponsor for this week. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. Okay guys, so I know firsthand that when you're selling products online, getting a lot of orders out fast can actually be really tough. And as we adapt this changing world where we are all buying more stuff online, companies are really, really having to up-level their delivery. And 
one thing I want to share with you guys is why we recommend ShipStation to help you do this. So if you're an e-com seller and you have a product-based company, you need ShipStation in your life because ShipStation helps online sellers of any sizes get orders out quickly, save money on shipping costs and keep their customers happy. So no matter where you're selling, whether it's Amazon, Etsy, your own website, ShipStation actually brings all your orders into one simple interface, making them really easy to manage from any device, even your cell phone. So it's no wonder really that ShipStation is the number one choice of online sellers. You'll ship more in less time with the best rates available. And right now, the Boss Bay podcast listeners can try ShipStation free for 60 days when you use the offer code BOSSBABE. So if you have an e-com business, make sure it is ready to meet the demands of the delivery culture. Get started at shipstation.com today. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in BOSSBABE. Again, that's shipstation.com, then enter the offer code BOSSBABE. And we're back. Let's jump back into today's episode. I love that. And the persistence that it takes, I think is really something that is starting to be more spoken about. I'm very like, you know, if you guys follow me on social media as well, I always like love saying about, it's not just about the highlight reel and it's about actually sharing like some of the hard challenges. And I think both of you are just kind of testament sharing that part of your story. We're like, okay, it wasn't easy to find a manufacturer, but with persistence, we did get there. And to hear with you talking about the product development, like how many iterations did you do? And again, with Karen kind of going, okay, yeah, I knew I wanted this. It took me a while to find it, but I was persistent in doing that. So Karen, what advice would you give people who are just starting out in the sense of, you know, okay, I definitely want to start that product-based business. Because I also know that when you decided you were working for another company at the time and you went all in, right? So like you left and were like, okay, I'm all into this. Is that something you'd advise or like, how has that materialized for you versus doing a side hustle? Yeah, I would say so specifically with just starting with a product, I think it's really important to get clear on what you want your product, the performance kind of at the intended use. What do you want it to do? And let that be the foundation. So having specific requirements. So for example, for me, since I wanted to do it in tea, doing a CBD oil really wouldn't have worked because it couldn't get into the water. And so that was just something I just talked myself through. Okay, how am I going to get this delivered to the person? Okay, well, it needs to be water soluble. Okay, that's a requirement that I established for myself. And then I wanted it to be food grade because people were going to be putting it in their bodies. Okay, food grade, water soluble CBD. And I just went through that process. And so I think it's as important as it is to first start with, okay, what problem am I solving? Then start to look at what are those specific requirements that your product needs to have in order to solve that problem really well. And then just going all in is a big leap. But I think that when you kind of set that foundation, it helps you just be really confident in that your approach and what you're going for is really clear to you. So then you're more confident, just sure that, okay, I want to do this. This is how I'm doing it. And I'm ready to start on this journey. I think that's really powerful. And like you say, just kind of like, right, I'm ready to start and I'm going in. And what I also love as well is like you've leveraged some of your experience in your your corporate job. I know a lot of people that when they start their own business, they feel like they're starting at scratch, right? They feel like, okay, I've not done this before. I've got no experience, but you've really shown how you've been able to leverage the experience from your previous roles and actually put them into something you're really passionate about. And with that passionate, start growing the business. And from the conversations that we've had and with your background, you could be just 
described as being quite left brain, like, you know, those questions that you're asking are very analytical and solution based. And I absolutely love that. And so I'd love to kind of talk to you a little bit about how you found like the marketing side of your business and how you've kind of been able to spread yourselves around different roles and like what that's kind of brought up for you. Because we have a lot of people on the podcast who have built the multi-million dollar company and it's all very well then being able to like delegate their weaknesses. But when you're first starting out, you really have to embrace all your strengths and your weaknesses and figure things out as you go. So Karen, like how have you navigated that process? Yes, the marketing, 100%. It has certainly been challenging. What I've really learned is that it's a lot of human psychology, which is something that I have always just been you know, curious and interested about. And I think that allowing my curiosity to guide me and then just really putting myself in the position of the consumer who is getting that product at the end. I buy things all the time, right? And I'm like, okay, when I buy something, what am I looking at? When I'm being sold on something, when I'm seeing an ad, what are those things that stick out to me? What is convincing me to buy? You know, what is that? And that the different aspects of building that trust. Okay, what does that look like? I think, Danielle, when I listened to you present at the Success and Soul Live event, something that really stuck with me is that no matter what type of business you are, B2B, B2C, that it's still always human to human. And I think that that's been such an important thing for me to always remember and to go back to. And since I am human, it's really easy to kind of relate and go to that. (laughs) I love that. And I think that's just so important, like breaking it down. And you're right. Like that's what I did my talk on. I was saying that I wasn't necessarily when I was a chiropractor, I wasn't the best chiropractor, but I outcared my competition. And I really cared about like how I was delivering and how I was delivering that. And I think like you can overcomplicate business and you can make it, you know, kind of this down this web but actually if you remember it's human to human and actually like what that means in your marketing what that means in the product that you're producing and you're producing something that you believe will really help those with certain like you say right you started right at the very beginning talking about some of the benefits of CBD and like guys with Tahi and she's building um, created something that she's passionate about that will help other mums and breastfeeding mums and I think just remembering that human human to contact and why you do what you do is just so important so thank you so much for bringing us back to that Karen and Tahir, I would love to hear from you in the sense of like what challenges you found in like starting your business, some things that have come naturally to you and other things that you found like been difficult and how you've navigated through that process. Sure. So just to touch even more on what Karen said is when you're starting your business, having a really strong why is what will pull you through those really difficult times. Because let me tell you, in entrepreneurship, there's going to be some lows. And for a long time, it'll be low before you start seeing any glimmer of hope. And before you even get on that high, like there is literally no such thing as an overnight success. If it looks like an easy success, it probably was like 10 years in the making. So I think having that really strong why for me has been the reason that is able to pull me through those difficult situations. When I come up against something and I just don't have an answer, I don't know if I choose decision A or B, neither of them are necessarily wrong, but one is not more right than the other. So I just have to use my instincts and like lean into it and make the best decision I can with the information I have at that time. But as far as things that were difficult. I'm more of like a people person and not as analytical and like not as super detail oriented. So honestly, I had to learn to do that stuff. I've worn every single hat in my company from on the manufacturing line, (laughs) picking. I've been on the manufacturing line, looking at the stuff, the product coming off the line to packaging everything 
taking it to the post office, to writing the emails, to doing the social media posts, interviews on podcasts. I did everything. So I'm thankful that I've had that opportunity to understand every piece of the business so that as I hire a team, I know what goes into that. And then I'm able to at least can recognize when something might be wrong and might need to be addressed, but also let my team who are in their zone of genius at what they do and leverage that. Yeah, totally. There's so much power in that actually, like really getting, rolling up your sleeves and digging in initially and figuring some out and getting exposure in so many different areas, but then being able to pull out and delegate. I think there's so much learning in that, but also then allowing you to empower your team from a place that of knowing and understanding versus actually, I don't know, someone do it. And then you kind of, as you're growing, you're kind of like, oh, actually, I know a bit about that. So I know it's working well, or I know a bit about this and I know it's not working so great. So I think that's so powerful. Now, both of you, like we started off by saying, like you both are in our mastermind right now, our success and soul mastermind. And I would love for you to just kind of share a little bit about how that supported you on this journey. Because I think what's really powerful when people are starting businesses is that they surround themselves with similar like-minded people. I know that's what certainly Natalie and I have done. And that's why we created the society, right? Which is our membership for female entrepreneurs. But I really think that there's a lot to be said. Like I know you guys have actually become really good friends and there's a lot to be said around like having people around you that are on a similar journey to you. So I'd kind of love to hear a little bit about how that supported you in your growth of your businesses. Karen, do you want to go first? Yeah. So it has really been transformational for me just being around other women who are really going for it, who really have these massive visions, who are really ambitious. And they're just like me in so many ways. And also just that they around their friends and circles um, don't really feel understood. And in this group, I felt like no matter how crazy our ideas sound to other people, when we share them with each other, we're like, oh, yeah. And actually, you know how you can make that happen is this and you can try that. No, I actually know someone I can connect you with that can help you in that. It's always more of a boosting than dampening, I guess you could say, when you're talking to friends and family who don't really understand where you're coming from. And it's we almost really fuel each other in that when we see someone doing something that's like really amazing that we haven't done before, but you see them doing it and they're such a good friend. And it just seems like, okay, if she's got it, I can just ask her about it and I can do that too. I'll figure it out. She figured it out. And it's just this awesome back and forth feeling that I've really, really enjoyed. Totally. There's like grounding in the success, right? Because you're like, oh, like sometimes you're like, oh my goodness, I couldn't possibly do that. And then when you meet people and you find like, they're just amazing, lovely women, just like you. And then you see them doing it, you're like, oh, I could do that. And then like you say, I love that, like sharing that knowledge. That's what I absolutely love about our mastermind group. No one like holds back. No one's like, oh, I couldn't possibly share that secret because it's not. Everyone just wants to help each other succeed. So that's been like amazing for us to watch. I know as like the mentors, I was just like, oh my goodness, these women are absolutely amazing. And what about you, Taheen? I completely agree with Karen. Being around such a group of strong, intelligent, motivated, and successful women who are actually not just talking about it, but actually doing it, actually putting it to action, and who are actually successful has been so inspiring and motivating for me. And similar to what Karen said before, if I had an idea and I would explain to somebody they may not really get it or question it a little bit, but then you go to your mastermind group and they're like, hype you up even more. And then you're like, yeah, I could totally do this. (laughs) And it's so fun. I think like, and also to add to what you said, like to see somebody actually be successful at really going for it and taking the risk and really believing in themselves. And you see that it's actually, it can be done and attainable and it's, it makes, it grounds it for you, just like you said, and it just makes you more motivated to go and do it. 
I love that. Well, listen, guys, you guys are so inspirational. Honestly, like watching you grow over these last six months has been truly incredible and an honor to be part of. And I'm just so excited for you both to expand your product-based businesses further. And you have delivered today. Like I feel like um, so many of our listeners will have been writing so many notes over this. And thank you for sharing your wisdom and thank you for sharing your journey to help others learn because I know that there's going to be other women listening to this going, oh, I couldn't possibly have a product-based business. But now they're like, yeah, I can. I'm going to start that product-based business so like what would you say to those women who are kind of thinking oh, okay do I do this or don't I do it do you want to go there to him sure so for any of those entrepreneurs out there thinking about starting a product-based business I'd say go for it fear is a big thing but you can also realize that your courage inside is bigger and can pull you through the fear and your why can help pull you through and there's no reason why you can't do it I love that. And what about you, Karen? What are your inspirational words of wisdom? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, 100% everything that two said and just break things down, take make it and you know, have that massive vision. But something that that was something I had to do was I have this massive vision company I want to create, but just where am I starting and what can I start with? I think that that helps it be, be able to take it day by day and it makes it more manageable, just taking those small bites. And it's it's like a puzzle. See it as a puzzle, right? You have a smaller puzzle and then you are putting the little pieces together and eventually it's going to all form and you're going to see that smaller vision and it's going to keep growing and growing into that bigger one you have. I definitely never want to limit anyone. And so just hold that big vision, but then be willing to start small. Then you can actually get going and you can always reach that bigger vision. It'll be a part of what your journey that you're on anyway. Absolutely love that. Thank you guys. You've been amazing. I would love for you to both share your Instagram handles with our listeners because I know that they're definitely going to want to follow you after this. And as always, I would love for you guys to tag us if you with your favorite takeaways. So Tahin, where can our listeners find you? Yes, so you can follow me at tuhien.lee. So that's T-U-H-I-E-N dot L-E. And also you can follow my business, Bojen Mom. So it's B-E-A-U-G-E-N-M-O-M. I love that. Thank you, Tahina. I will say, like, not only do you have that product, you have that community as well. You know, I know that you're really passionate about actually bringing mums together. So definitely go and give Tahina a follow because it's not just a product-based business. There's so much more to it. So thank you for that, Tahina. What about you, you, Karen? Where can we find you? Yes, please connect with me at I am Karen Pena and also my brand Organic Guidance. And if you click the link on my bio, subscribe and let us know that you heard about us on the Boss Babe podcast. I actually have an exclusive offer where for the first five subscribers, we'll be gifting them a sample pack of our CBD teas that'll help relieve your anxiety, unlock your focus, and settle into your sleep. If so if any of those things are areas that you kind of struggle with, I want to just offer that up to the community. And for anyone who signs up within that first week after the episode, um, you'll be entered into a lottery to win an additional one of, out of five free sample packs. Thank you so much, Karen. Listen, ladies, thank you so much. And like I said, as always, tag at bossbabe.inc and Danielle Canty, and I'd love to hear your favorite takeaways. If you love this episode, please subscribe, download a few more and please leave us a review. I really want to hear what you enjoyed, what your main takeaways were. And I also want to know what you want to hear us talk about next. To say thanks for leaving us a review, we'll send you a copy of the Boss Babe 25. The Boss Babe 25 is the 25 essential resources you need for personal and professional growth. It covers everything from our favorite rituals, books and hacks. If you want a copy, just leave us a review 
screenshot it and send to podcast at bossweb.com. We will then email you a copy ASAP. And since we love Instagram, you can go to the hashtag the Boss Babe Podcast and find our latest post and leave a question in the comments. We love reading through the comments and we'll make sure to answer it on our next podcast. Thank you.